thinking you guys need some chocolate. We need to do the Easter eggs early or something. Fire up. This ought to excite you. I want to share with you, and I'm going to fall right in. I'd like to tell you that Earl and myself planned this, but we didn't. Uh, when I, I realized just before I left a few weeks ago, uh, we were going to do a uh, Good Friday service. Um, I knew exactly what I wanted to teach, and then I had to go go away for a while, and then I came back. And um, I would like to say that we conspired and put our notes together, and this is what happened. But we didn't. This is another, yet again, one of them God things. And uh, I want to teach, uh, share with you a text that I have absolutely no business teaching because I do not even understand it. And I am going to do my best not to cry teaching this because I've never had a passage in my life that has had such a great effect on me. Okay, and it comes out of the Gospel of Matthew, the 27th chapter. We will focus on the 46th verse. Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27. 46 verse. Mm, This is going to be a little harder than I thought it was. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Do we really understand what is being said right there? I can read on. Some who heard, some who were there standing and heard began saying, the man is calling for Elijah. Immediately one of them ran, taking a sponge. He filled it with sour wine, put it on the reed, gave him a drink. But the rest of them said, Let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. And Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two, top to bottom, and the earth shook and the rocks split. That's what we're here tonight for. Kind of all bringing it back to our heads, thinking, okay, here we go. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't want to downplay Sunday. That is not what I want to downplay. But do you and I realize what this verse is telling us? You know what? I sit here tonight and and I, I, I don't even know how to explain this text. When you think about a miracle, what do you think about? Raising the dead, walking on water the lame to walk, the blind to see. I would argue that right there in verse 46 is the single greatest miracle that has ever existed in humanity. And I don't have a clue how it works. I have no idea how God separates himself from himself. And you who are gathered here this evening, 
with a reason that he did it. I hear people so many times tell me their struggles. I'm struggling with this. I don't like that. This bothers me. This, this is a problem. This is an issue. You don't understand my husband. You don't understand my wife. You don't understand my kids. You don't understand my job. You don't understand the, the world that I live in. You don't understand the government that I'm a part of. You don't understand. I have to pay my taxes. You don't understand my 401k crash. You don't understand the stock market is in the toilet bowl. Do you understand that God separated himself for you? I don't understand this. I have no idea. I don't, if I look at this and I said, how, what else would you teach on Good Friday evening? Eloi, Eloi, Lama Sabachthani. It's Aramaic. Why? He's hanging by his wrists and his feet. For you and I. Crucifixion was not what we would classify as efficient. It was to humiliate. It was to bring shame to. It was to say, this person, don't be like that one. But you don't understand. My wife left me. My dog died. Whatever. But you know what? What are the options? I can either go to the cross like our brother has already shared and understand it is personal. It isn't one of these liver quiver things. It wasn't, oh, I was just so moved. Let me tell you something. I read that verse right there. I can't even be moved. I want to fall down and cry. You know what? And I, I, I'll be honest with you. It's purely selfish. I don't even want to cry for you. I don't want to cry for my bride. I don't want to cry for my kids. I want to think about Terry should be on that cross. And Terry should be on that cross only for eternity. Terry is the one that God should be eternally separated from. And God said, no, I'll reach across and I'll take care of it. And I'm sorry that I feel a little selfish tonight. But when I read this verse, I read that and I understand he's talking to me. He's talking to me. He's saying, you were separated from me. Do you understand what it means to be separated from God? You know what? There's a good possibility in this room tonight there are some who are separated from God. You know what that means? Do you really grasp what it means to be separated from God? Have you ever seen beauty? Your definition of beauty, not mine. I mean, some of you like deserts and you're, you need professional help. Um, <laughs> some of you like oceans. Some of you like Whatever it is you like. I, I, I don't know. I, I just came to mind mountains. I love the mountains. I moved here because of the mountains. And they look beautiful to me. I, I think about my precious bride. And to me, she is beautiful. I'm, I'm, I mean, that's just, you know, yeah, it's biased. 
But each of you in this room have things that you look at that you say are beautiful. Do you understand if you're lost today, what you perceive as beautiful is only because of the mercy of God? Did you know that? If you have the ability at this point in your life to see beauty and you do not know God, it is only because he has poured his mercy upon you. But note, there's coming a time when you will not be in his presence and beauty is gone. You know what? If you're here today and you have hope, I don't care what your hope is in. Maybe you've got a new contract. Maybe you got a, you know, I got a stock option that just took off and everything is going good. Maybe you bought into oil. And you have put your hope there. Do you understand that there's coming a time when that shall be removed? You will not have hope. Do you know what? Right now, most of us are sitting here and we're in a mindset of peace. Everything's kind of cool. You know that if you do not believe in Jesus Christ, that peace is getting ready to disappear. Did you know that? That is what it means to be separated from God. There is no peace. There is no hope. There is no beauty. There is no joy. There's no compassion. You know what? I remember... The gener- my generation, we grew up and we liked to sit around and act like we were really smart. And we would like to sit around and, and you know, what's the purpose of life? Okay, and it was just, we had no clue what it was. But we liked to throw it out there because, boy, it sounded important, didn't it? What's the purpose of life? Do you understand separated from God removes all purpose? It's all gone. It's all gone. Do you understand that all of the precious treasures and blessings and the little things that make you smile, like puppies, don't puppies make everybody smile unless they're in the house and then you got new carpet? Okay, but you, puppies and some people like kitties, right? The beauty of a, I remember I was raised with horses. I remember that we used to take when a, a colt was born, you had to pick the bugger up and you carried it around because from that point on, that colt would listen to you because that dude can take me off my feet. Okay. And that's what you did. And you pick it up and mom would kind of follow along with it. And I used to think that that was so cool. Just carried a colt around and my mom followed along behind you and you set it down it's so precious we've seen infants right you've seen babies have you ever seen a newborn baby let's be honest with each other aren't they ugly but we always say oh how cute they are they're not okay but there's a cherishing there that you go through and you say man this is going to grow up and could be a president or a senator or oh heaven forbid anyway (laughs) could be something right It's all gone when you're separated from Christ. When you are separated from God, when God says, I have forsaken you, do you understand what has just happened? Some of you in this room today, tonight, you can never know that. You can never experience that. I read this verse and I say, 
I can never know this. I don't ever have to worry about this. This is so cool. I don't have to worry about this. But then I can look around and see so many giving lip service to the king. And all I can think of is, what are you going to do when he says, away from me, I never knew you. Your peace is gone. Your joy is gone. The things that you see as beautiful will be forever gone. The things that bring you joy will be forever gone. The the things that stirred your heart with compassion will be forever gone. The purposes that you strove for in life will be forever gone. And on that cross... He said, I will take it for humanity. And all you must do is believe. That's it. Earl shared a phenomenal passage. Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. You know why? You'll never be separated from God ever. Oh, but you just don't understand. No, you don't understand. You can never, ever be separated from God. Period. You may turn your back on Him, but you can never be separated from God. That's where we're at tonight. Do you know him? That's the only question I ask. Because when I read that verse right there, why have you forsaken me? How difficult is it to spot somebody who's been forsaken by God? I mean, I get in trouble for that. I mean, you know, you just don't look saved. Why? You look like you have been forsaken by God. You have no peace. You have no joy. Everything you chase after is temporal. It's temporary. The things that are important to you are fleeting. When I struggle... In my life, I know. One of these days, I hope to be a spiritualist, some others. But I struggle. Life, uh, you know, we, we always talk about promises of God. One of the promises of God is that in this life, you will have tribulation. And sometimes I feel like that I get, how's come I got more? <laughs> Did I win the tribulation lotto? What? When I think about some of the things and the heartaches that I have been through, and I, and I, I told you I was going to be a little on the selfish side tonight. When I think about some of the heartaches that I have been through, when I think about some of the things that hurt me, 
I can always go back to verse 46 and say, He has not forsaken me. Never error. Never error. Do we know that? We gather tonight to remember the cross. We've sung some phenomenal stuff to to the cross. That's true. But do you understand, those of you tonight who believe can never, ever experience this. You can't experience that. It's impossible. I like that idea. And, you know, there's times when you feel like, I'm the only one. Elijah felt that way. I'm under the tree and everybody hates me. Okay? No. It's not true. God separated himself for your and my sin. When you have that little bitty sin that ain't really that big a deal, do you understand that God separated Himself for that? Brothers and sisters, sin is not to be played with. Not even a little one. Why? He gave up beauty, hope, He gave up purpose. He gave up all that you and I rejoice in and walk in to be separated from God. Yes, it was only but a time. But He paid a penalty that you and I don't have to pay. So why would I play with sin? Why would I play with rebellion against God? I think about the the bride of Christ the elegance that she is, and how many people take her for granted. Ain't that big a deal? Do you understand that she was bought and paid for with a price? Do you understand what the price was? The price was Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani. Why? I want to redeem people. I'm just going to grab them right out of there, just like that. Do you understand that? I'm not sure I do. But I do know that it overwhelms me. I'm not here to bring sadness to you, but I do want to bring the starkness of where you stand tonight. Because where you stand tonight, whoever you are, you are either preparing to be eternally separated from God or you are standing in that that truly exists this day. That's where you stand tonight. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long you, quote unquote, have known Jesus. Because Jesus himself said, you know what? Many will call me Lord, Lord. And he'll say, away from me, I don't know you. Why? Did you do it your way? Or did you do it his way? We need to ask ourselves that question. We need to ask ourselves that question. And you know what? We need to ask ourselves that question on a regular basis. I mean, even the Apostle Paul said, work out your salvation. Is it real? Is it legitimate? 
Why? Because if it's not, you look at verse 46 and you say, what's the big deal? Here's the big deal. You're preparing to step into a place where you can say, God, I never want to ever be in your presence ever again. Okay? Purpose is gone. Hope is gone. Peace is gone. Beauty is gone. Joy is gone. Just go down the list. All the things that I see humanity chasing. It's all gone. And it will be that way eternally. That is why Jesus said it's only going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Isaiah prophesied about it. Paul showed us it's real. It's legitimate. You can see it. That's why I I struggle in America today. Too many people are running around on hope that is based on Bob. Bob Hope. Okay? He died. Too many people are chasing beauty. Too many people are chasing peace. And yet they're all already offered. Believe in me. But hear me. Your redemption cost a price that I have no ability to explain. I don't know how God separates himself from God. And anybody who thinks that they can explain it, I'm probably not going to stay around very long. I don't know how it works. But here's what I do know about it. My sin was so awful, that's what it took. And God's mercy and grace was so massive that on Sunday we celebrate an empty tomb. But tonight, tonight, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, Jesus gave up His Spirit to be separated from the Father. And that was for you. That was for you. To me, tonight is the greatest holiday that exists in humanity. It doesn't get the bells and whistles. And I mean, it's, you know, what are you going to give somebody? Here, have a chocolate bunny. Because God separated himself from himself for my sin. When we read Romans 5, understand Paul's quoting the psalmist, blessed is the man whose sins have been forgiven. Don't ever forget what it cost to have your sins forgiven. That's what we're here tonight for. Shall we pray? Father, we never have to be separated. Father, I can't even thank you doesn't cover it. 
Father, personally, I lay my life on your altar because uh, you bought me with that price. Father, I pray for these precious people, all of these people. Father, may they never be separated from you. May they never know that horror. Father, if there's any in this room who do not know you, I beg you, oh Lord, please, redeem them this moment. Draw them to you. Father, thank you. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the unity of your spirit. Father, thank you for your word. But Father, as we, as I was listening to the prayers of Pastor Lee and I was listening to Earl teach, I could not help but say thank you for your precious bride, your church. Thank you, Jesus. At that moment, God forsook you in our place. How? To your glory, may salvation reign forth this moment, this hour, this time. To your glory. Amen.